Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Duck. One Duck. I love it. I love it when the guests be knowing. Listen, One Duck. Because it's your girl, BD, and Florence, the fiancé, is on hiatus. So we have another special guest. He is the pop culture connoisseur. Stop it. He's the host of the Classic Manny podcast and overall good vibes. It's Manny. Hello. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Listen, I, I think it I made perfect y'all. sense. I know it made perfect sense. I mean, you've been so supportive yeah. of the podcast oh. and like just generally good vibes. Yeah, and so, like, I thought, you know what? Right back at you both as well. Stop. Love y'all, honestly. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so, today we're drinking, mm-hmm. and I surprised you. Mm-hmm. Well, I am about to because you actually don't know what we're drinking. Yeah. We have two options. I didn't know if they're going to have uh, cups in the studio, so I bought some canned... <laughs> the eye contact is killing me. <laughs> I bought some canned uh, cocktails. Mm-hmm. Foreigners likes to judge, but it's whatever. So <laughs> one, <laughs> one is a Cosmo mm-hmm. and one is a Passion Star Martini. Ooh. You can choose first because you're the guest. I will have either. Now, ladies, come on, ladies first. Now, come And men Do just it. before. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Go ahead. You know what? Okay, pick a hand, any hand. Hold okay. On. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. I'll let you do the... Okay, go on, go on. Pick a hand. I'll pick your rights. Which one's my right now? This one? Yeah. There you go. Cosmo, Is baby. It... You know what? That's what I wanted in my spirit. Is it's it... my <laughs> so, you know, the spirit is one. <laughs> Let's be popping it. I know that's right. Okay. Come on. Come on, ASMR. Mm. I love that for us. Should you just slap? Mm. <laughs> Delightful. Was it MNS, right? MNS, come on. Oh, they get it right all the yeah. time. Yeah. They get it all the way right. Every time. No, I love MNS. So today's documentary is called Girl in the Picture. Chai. Yeah, and it's wild. Like, I'm going to start off with a trigger warning because mm-hmm. it's mad. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning, child abuse, violence, yes. madness. Yeah. It's this, you know, if this isn't your thing, tap out now. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. There's other episodes to listen to. But can I say, you can. You know, I've watched true crime. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I did not prepare for stuff like this because I watch true crime on YouTube and podcasts, all kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm like, you know, true crime is not going to be good regardless. But then, but, then, but, then, but then some people are like, they listen to the podcast, but it's not for those kinds of documentaries, okay. it's for the other ones. So it's like sometimes I'll just say to them, the mild ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like just in case. If the same for you, it's fine it's okay mm-hmm. i don't take offense just tap out now yeah that makes sense that makes sense so this documentary opens up with the discovery of a human body like Hi. we really get right into it mm. yeah three guys are driving on a the road they see some debris and they see this body nearby and it's the body of a young blonde woman mm-hmm. so they call an ambulance and they take her to the hospital yeah. okay her husband whose name is clarence he comes and he <laughs> says oh that's my wife right yeah he says, that's my wife, Tonya Hughes, right? He says that she's a stripper. She has a son named Michael, and mm-hmm. they had that son together, mm-hmm. okay? Clarence is a lot older than Tonya. Mm. And that in itself is not strange. I mean, it's a bit strange, but that coupled with the weird vibes mm. that he gives is very strange, mm. okay? So mm. to be honest, like, when Tonya gets to the hospital, she's alive, but she passes away, right? Mm. But before she passes away, the doctor is like, mm, actually, there's bare bruises on her, mm. and that's just kind of strange. Like, yeah. this doesn't, something doesn't add up, right? Cool. So as we mentioned, Tonya worked at the strip club. So upon hearing about her passing, the girls that she worked with are like, okay, let's try and find her family so we can let them know yes. that she's passed, yeah? And so it's weird because I wouldn't the husband be like, hey, yeah, I let the family know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So um, anyway, they tell um, this woman, they find her her mum, and they tell the woman, like, oh, you know, like your daughter passed away. And she's like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, <laughs> my daughter died 20 years ago when she was, when she was like 18 months. And I was like, Huh. So now they're like, okay, so this person that died isn't actually mm. Tonya Hughes. Yeah. yeah. So the point of this documentary is like to figure out who this girl is. 
Bear in mind. Added to the playlist. <laughs> Come on. So I keep saying that. I have ever since I've, I've not since once added anything to that playlist. I'm going to. No, I'm we going have to. to, add I'm, to, going the playlist. to I'm going to. I need to find it first. Yeah. So bear in mind, yeah, everything that's happened so far has happened within the first three minutes. I, I kid you not. You're only three minutes in, and all of this has happened, yeah. Mm. So throughout this documentary, we get interviews with people who knew Tonya, and we're trying to basically piece together yes. her life. And at one point, it's like in the documentary, I'm like, are we even ever gonna know? Like. At one point, I was like, I don't think we're gonna. Yeah, I was like, I don't think we're ever gonna find out, but we do. So hold on, hold 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 your horses. (laughs) Hold on, hold your motherfucking horses. Mm. Yeah, we find out. So we meet Nancy, and Nancy met uh, Tonya in 1989 at the strip club where they worked, and they're really close. Like she goes on about how close they are, and it's kind of cute, right? So she met Clarence, who was um, Tonya's husband, and Michael, who was her son, uh, when she met Tonya. Mm-hmm. And she tells us that Tonya loved Michael so much, and Michael loved Tonya so, yeah. so much. And like he didn't really seem to fuck with his dad. And he's a baby at this mm, point, considering. Yeah. But they be, they be knowing. Babies be knowing. They know, child. Babies be knowing. <laughs> babies be knowing, yeah. So he didn't fuck with, with Clarence, yeah. And, mm. and also, Clarence was weird because he wouldn't let Tonya and Michael go out by themselves, mm. he would always have to be there. Yeah. which is weird yeah yeah. and Nancy is always like yeah like Tonya had bare bruises on her all the time so the implication is yeah. that Clarence is abusive mm-hmm. yeah trash okay hmm. so um, he also takes out a life insurance policy <laughs> that's and, never good I'm so, that is never when good when has that ever been good? Like, and can you just take out life insurance policies on other people is that a normal Anyhow. thing to do I don't even know it's but so I said what is going on here I said but we know exactly what's going on because hmm. it goes on mm. oh listen <laughs> So, like, when Tonya finds out about the life insurance policy, she wants to escape. Like, she's kind of like, this is fucked. Because obviously yeah. she she also knows, yeah, yeah, that this is not good news, yeah. yeah. So she wants to escape, but she can't leave Michael. And it's like Clarence knows if I have Michael, Tonya's yeah. not going to leave because there's the no point, way, yeah, yeah Tonya's going to leave Michael. Her child. Exactly. Oh, what a lovely lady. <sighs> what a shit, man. Oh, listen, two pack of ass. <laughs> you silly man. Like, like, <laughs> like what, so many things in history can be boiled down to just... Just a shit man. Can I just say, you know the three minute mark you spoke about, yeah? Mm. I was like, if it's just a three minutes, then we are down for a crazy ride. Because like, yeah. what was going on? Like, yeah. there was just too much happening. So I was like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But as it goes on, like you said, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, like, cool. It's, it. I think it was a really well done documentary. Absolutely. And it was long. But like it engaging. made sense. Yeah, it made sense. It wasn't like Netflix normally do this thing where they just waste oh. time. It's like someone said to them, yeah. oh, here, the more money, the more minutes, the yeah. more money. Could have been 30 minutes, but you yeah. made it two hours. Exactly. But this one, it actually made a lot of sense. Yeah. I said, okay, cool, I hear it. I'm not going to get on to you today, right? <laughs> so um, <laughs> Nancy is proper sad. You can see Nancy's still affected by the yeah. fact that Tommy's died. And it's not even just that like my friend is dead. It's like my friend isn't even who I thought she was. Yeah. So it's like you have your grief, you have your confusion. It's, it's a very shit you be. know? That's both. That's both. That's like that. <laughs> pow, pow. So now <laughs> we're in 1990 and Michael gets put into a foster home mm-hmm. because Nancy, shout out Nancy, contacts the Department of Human Services. Yeah. Michael's two at the time and we meet his foster parents, Meryl oh, and Ernest Bean. They warm my heart. They are so They're lovely. They're so beautiful. They, have you seen Dear Zachary? No. They remind me of the grandparents from Dear Zachary, mm. like the same kind of vibe. Just, mm. just loving. Just so warm. Warm. Yeah. good good people yeah so Michael's with them for four years and um, Clarence tries to get him back that whole time mm. and we see a clip of him in court my son is punished for wanting to see his dad locked in his room and his toys are taken away and he told he's told that his dad's a mean man we cannot allow removal of child from a non-proven abusive home due to a wet diaper or perceived lack of affection Clarence says you know that he's in a non 
proven abusive home. So not even in a lovely, safe, loving <sighs> home. He's saying, yeah, the home might be abusive, but low-key, you haven't proved that it's abusive. So, Imagine. like, give me back my son. No, what, what kind of... That man is scary. He it's is so scary. Terrifying. No wonder the child didn't like him. Well, like, how would he like him? Like, at this point, he's terrifying. Yeah. L- oh. When, when we get to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just gets worse. I said, nah. Yeah. He was like, and the thing is, he, he, what I was just trying to say, like, you know, my wife died and mm. you know, I was going through a rough time. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. But then also you're actually abusive yeah. and you're actually mad. Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter that, not that it doesn't matter, but that's not the reason yeah. that you're, do you know what I mean? I agree with you on that. So, <laughs> I was just, it just, I was so annoyed with this whole documentary. I was like, yeah. none of any of this had to happen. If one person did that's their job the... right, we didn't have to be here. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. You know what? They touch on something I'm going to touch on in a bit anyway. Where it's like, it, it was, the woman said something and mm-hmm. them to actually take action. They said, no, that's not the case. Bam. I'm, so, I'm vexed all over again. Yeah. I'm angry. This is what I'm <laughs> oh saying. God. It's like, I'm getting, I'm getting riled yeah. up. Yeah. I'm getting riled up. But I feel like it's a common issue when you watch these true kind of documentaries that they neglect from like the police, the mm-hmm. childcare. I feel like they just don't do their they job. What are you getting paid for? And this is what annoys me about true crime because it's like, what's the point of doing these documentaries if we don't learn from the past documentaries? What's the point? Then it's just entertainment, hmm. and that's fucked. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, what's the point? I agree. I agree oh, with you on that. It just drives me insane. Yeah. So, Morel and Ernest tell us that Clarence has visiting rights, and because of this, like, um, Michael had to go and see Clarence, but he never ever wanted to go. Like, he hated Clarence, yeah. yeah? And that's how I know Michael's good vibes, yeah. yeah? So, the Department of Human Services, they do a paternity test. They don't go into why mm-hmm. they do it. They just randomly say, oh, hey, yeah. we're doing a paternity it's test. It's the Holy Spirit. Well, there you go, because he does not fail, right? <laughs> not at all. He does not fail. So, they, 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 they do it, and it turns out Clarence isn't even Michael's dad. Mm. So his parental rights are terminated, yeah. yeah? And so now uh, Michael doesn't have to go see him. Mm. But then <laughs> Clarence, the madman that he is, starts stalking the uh, Merle and Ernest Beans. Right, so let's put that on pause for a second, mm-hmm, okay? Because mm-hmm. put a pin in that, remember that, yeah? Yes. The police get a call about a man who was found in the woods tied to a tree. Now, hey, it uh, seems like this is unrelated. But it's related. Is They are brother and sister, yeah? <laughs> like, it turns out that this man found in the woods yeah is the principal at michael's school how random Mm. and the story goes that a man came to the school Mm -hmm. he shows his gun gun on my hip Mm -hmm. yeah okay and then he says (laughs) he says i like help me get michael basically it doesn't say help like get get michael basically yeah yeah he threatens to kill the principal i don't know about you i don't know about me Mm -hmm. but i would not die over this i can't lie to you if someone has come with a gun... When someone's bought a, a, a weapon... A weapon, a firearm... I'm very sorry, but we're, we're not all this together. It's not high school musical. Listen. Like, so um, he kidnaps Michael and he also takes the principal. Yeah. He makes the principal drive his truck to the woods. Mm-hmm. Clarence, so, uh, spoiler alert, this was Clarence. Mm-hmm. Clarence handcuffs the principal to a tree yeah. and takes his truck and then takes Michael mm-hmm. as well. And fortunately for the principal, someone finds him and frees him. Yeah. This is so disrespectful. Oh, I was at work doing my job Listen, my and you tied me to a tree. Oh. Are you all right? Are you okay? As if it's a destiny that you're going to tie the Do you tree. not rape me? It's so rude. You didn't even... I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just, even... it's just so mad to fathom, like, it's how? It's so disrespectful. Like, you didn't even, like, drive off and then I had to walk no, home. No. You tied me to it, so I could have died here. <laughs> Like and an I would have been... Like a, like a rat like animal. A... <laughs> What's going on? Nah. I said, nah, that's so fucking rude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all rude, but that's rude. That's yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. So now we meet Joe Fitzpatrick. He is a special agent with the FBI mm-hmm. assigned to mm-hmm. investigate this mm-hmm. kidnapping. And again, at this point, it's like 20 minutes into the documentary. God. All this stuff hasn't happened. Netflix have really been going yeah. boom, 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 yeah. So Joe is really feeling himself, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like... You fight more crime in New York City on the way home than you do here in Oklahoma City. 
we don't have that many kidnappings in Oklahoma, but if we had a kidnapping, I knew it was coming to me. You fight more crime in New York City on the way home than you do in Oklahoma. So you're basically saying that, like... <laughs> no, that, that invitation. He, that's how he sounds. So the thing is, is that, like, in... Did you used to watch... Um, There's this crime show, yeah? And it's called... It's about this detective, and it's called, like, Joe Kender, or someone Kender. What's that thing about? He's some, like, old white man. He looks like this guy. Mm. Maybe his name is not Joe. Maybe I just got that from this Joe. But his surname oh, is Kender, British. yeah? Mm. And he looks like this guy, mm. and he's very, like, oh, yeah... I'm that guy. Was it like in the early 2000s? Probably. Because if so, I've got a fake memory of that. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I was just like, bro, I'll put him on our Instagram. I literally was just like, nah, this, mm-hmm. this guy's giving Joe Kenda, yeah. For very like up himself. But also like, I like him because yeah. he does good work. So we'll, Especially we'll, as, as it goes on. Yeah, exactly. We'll allow okay. him. Yeah. So there's not really that many kidnappings in Oklahoma City where this happens. Mm-hmm. But if there is, you better, yeah. better bet that Joe's on it. Yeah, he's yeah. going to do his thing. Okay? That's right. So we learned that Clarence was trying to collect on Tonya's life insurance policy, of course. Mm-hmm. He had to give, this is why, keep being dumb, yeah? <laughs> keep being the architect of your own downfall yes. because it works. I agree okay? with that. So in order to collect the life insurance policy that nobody forced him to take out, mm. by the way. Unprovoked. Unprovoked, yeah. He had to give a social security number, yeah? And so when he did that, it came back with the name Franklin Floyd. Yeah. So Clarence is Franklin. <laughs> but Tonya is still Tonya. <sighs> right. Franklin... That's, that's what we're going to call him now. Yeah. Has bare aliases and he's been in prison bare times. And how many times we're going to go through it all? So, hey, we need to. In 1962, mm-hmm. he abducts a four year old girl and he rapes her. Mm. He's 19 at the time. Yes. 1963, he robs a bank. 1972, he's released to a halfway house. Mm-hmm. 1973, he attacks a woman. Yeah. He's arrested and he gets bail, but he doesn't show up in court for trial. Mm. So since 1973, <laughs> he's been on the run. He's been a fugitive. But how? Like, I want to know how, how? they allow him to go for that long. Was no one looking for him? I can't. There's a little bit of white, the white privilege right there. You it don't is, it doesn't make any sense to me because even like on we hear all these like news clips and stuff and they're like, oh, he was so good being on the run. Mm. I said, was he good being on the run? Oh, or was law enforcement shit? Gosh, and you know what it is? I feel like. The sentencing for like, like rape, child abuse, I feel like it's too short. Like that's yeah. someone like that should have been in jail forever. Like for why like, you out? my personal opinion. Well, like, like why did you even get bail? Huh? I don't understand that at all. It's not like this is your first offense. Mm-mm. This one that you attacked a woman that came after yeah. you robbed a bank. That yeah. came after you raped a child, and they gave you bail, and they never came back. They and don't said, take oh, it seriously. For charge me, it to the game. Opinion. Like it doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not that he's some master mm-hmm. manipulator. You mm-hmm. literally just didn't do your job. Yeah. What about this thing about states having different like jurisdictions? Law? And stuff? Yes. What are your thoughts on that? It doesn't make any sense to me because then it becomes a competition yeah. about like, oh yeah, no, this is my perp. I agree with you on this that. This is my case, mm-hmm. or this is my, mm-hmm. and it's like, who's the serving? No one. Oh Jesus! Oh, again, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Of Nazareth, Nazarene. <laughs> <laughs> So Michael being kidnapped, mm. again, architect of his own downfall, praise the Lord. Michael's kidnapping brings attention back to Tonya's hit and run case mm. because now Michael is the child of a lady who was killed in a hit and run and no one knows what happened, yeah. right? So it's all over the news and like more people are seeing it over the country. Now we meet Jenny. Jenny sees this on the news and she's like, hold on a second, that's not fucking Tonya. Mm. That's Sharon. That's Sharon Marshall, right? Hey. So Jenny calls the police and is like, hey, you guys are talking about Tonya. Yeah. It's actually Sharon. So now Tonya is Sharon. Yeah. Okay. So we go back to 1984 in Atlanta. Jenny and Tonya slash Sharon are besties in some account mm-hmm. around high school age, yeah. 
Jenny's like telling us how lovely and smart Sharon was. And I really appreciate this part because yes. like it's giving the victim a voice. It's giving yeah. the victim like we know who she is. She wasn't Which just is this rare. lady who got yeah, it's exactly. Rare. Exactly. It's like okay, we I we get an idea of who like Sharon was. She was nice to everyone, friends with the underdog, and she gets a scholarship to go to Georgia Tech. Yes. Yeah. And so we get loads of like people from high school who were friends of her telling her that her dad was kind of weird. Her dad is called Warren Marshall, right? So she was Sharon Marshall at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Her dad surprise Clarence is <laughs> Warren Marshall at the time yeah. okay so we've got Sharon we've got mm. Warren um, he was really strict and he just gave them bad vibes and you just know when someone's bad vibes yeah. do you know what I mean especially someone's the parent tells you yeah and so and also he was just so fucking weird and so like um, he's the sole parent because Sharon says her mum died when she was two yeah. but she's responsible for everything like she's like does the cooking She she's not allowed to be on the phone a lot like she's mm. really like sheltered but yes. also she still seems like such an amazing person despite yeah. her circumstances yeah. right agree. cool so Sharon gets pregnant mm-hmm. and they kind of skim past this but she gets pregnant puts the child up for adoption because her dad won't let her keep it and then she decides not to go to college remember she yeah. got a scholarship mm-hmm. so that she can take care of him yeah. how does that make sense a grown man I'm just like don't have to I mean spoiler alert he didn't have her but don't have children <laughs> yeah <laughs> spoiler alert he didn't have her don't have children yeah mm-hmm. if you like as a caregiver like don't have children yeah. in order to to be your insurance plan for when mm. you're old but I feel like you know take it back to our culture I feel like we yeah. love that in our culture yeah. though yeah, yeah. Like, ah, you'll be a doctor so they can, you can take, you can take care of me yeah. what's this that's the whole point it's like you have more than one child so that you I thought it was just us child I didn't even know it was more than our community yeah yeah it's, it's the ethnics fam yeah the ethnics were all the same mm. It's so crazy to me. Because I'm like, no one actually asked to be here, but now what? Now I'm responsible. Oh, I'm your life insurance plan. No. Gosh, man. Okay, well, hmm. I hope the aunties are listening. Mm. But they're clearly not, so. Um, Jenny speaks with the FBI agent, Joe Fitzpatrick, and he has to tell her that, so Joe has to tell her, listen, like, Sharon's dad wasn't her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't actually her dad, mm. yeah? So, Tonya isn't Tonya, and Tonya is not Sharon. So we much. still we still don't know who she is, yeah. yeah. But the year before she died, she changed her name from Sharon to Tonya, yeah. and Clarence changed his name from Warren. To, um, Warren changed his name from Warren to Clarence, right? Yeah. And they got these names off of these tombstones in Alabama. Is that not scary? Very, scary. <laughs> hey, very, yeah. very scary. God. Very, very scary. Because I was thinking, why can't they just pick random names? Mm. Like, but I guess it has to be attached to a social. Yeah. But then also, you're telling me there's only one Tonya Hughes in the whole of Alabama. <sighs> Do you get what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, on the tombstone, does it say the social security number? No. no. So how do you know? It's true. How do you... It's crazy. Is it me? Am I mad? No, I feel like oh, there were just so many questions that I don't think was even answered when mm. it ended. But even though they, they did as much as they could... Yeah, exactly. I was still... There was still so much, things. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, as the documentary was happening, I kind of had to be like, okay, like, just charge it to the game. Yeah. Same. This ain't important. Like, let's just get to the wider... Do you know what I mean? Let's just get to <laughs> what we need to get to kind of thing. Yeah. So um, they get married under the new names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why when she gets to the strip club where she meets Nancy, that's her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that when it's her husband? No, they're not husbands. That's not her husband yet. Let's move on. It's very confusing. I can't like, even when I was watching it, it's I very was confusing. very confused because okay, no, no, it is. It's her, no, so mm-hmm. when she's with uh Jenny in the high school, it's her dad, yes, yeah, and do. then they change their names, yes. and then she becomes. They get married, so technically it's her husband. So it's Marshall the son, the marital quote unquote. That's the marital name. Surname, yeah, yeah. No, they're not talking about at the time. Yes, they're exactly. married at the time, yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Track. Because now, <laughs> thank you, amen. Yeah. Jesus. So now we meet Heather Lane, mm-hmm. and she was this dancer slash manager at this club, this oh, club in Tampa. This one. <laughs> what do you think about Heather? That's one that the blonde hair, yeah. like and a she was beige like, top, isn't it? She, she was saying like she this. Was sitting like, yeah, I highlight you. <laughs> I think as it goes on, I didn't like her from the first um, scene mm-hmm. in the first place, but mm-hmm. I think as it goes on, I didn't like her even more. Yeah. She became very judgy. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I kind of, 
I got like, it, but I was like, yeah. I, was like, I think she's been through a lot. We're gonna get to heaven. Yes. She just wasn't here for it. I, I was almost like, why? I was like, why did you do this documentary kind yeah. of thing? Because yeah. you're just so over it. Yeah. But um. So yeah. Now it's 1988. We're in Tampa, Florida. Bearing in mind, uh, Clarence Franklin, whatever his fucking name is, yeah, Warren, <laughs> has been a fugitive since 1973. Yeah, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's 1988. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, at this point, Tonya is going by Sharon. And Franklin, so basically, he's still her dad at the point yeah. that she meets. Yeah, yeah, okay, good, we're right. That will help the, the listeners because yeah. I'm sure they're confused. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna stop doing the names because it's confusing. But basically, they're either, they're either father and daughter mm-hmm. or their husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, that they're meeting, um, what's her name, Heather, mm-hmm. they are father and daughter. Yeah. yeah, so he's encouraging her to dance at this club to make money, and he's quite literally pimping her out. <sighs> and I say that because Heather's like, Look, we brought her in to dance, yeah. okay? Like, stripping is not being pimped out yeah. like you're dancing you're earning your there's money a short amount of time exactly you have yeah. like you're, you're working and there's right boundaries, yeah. exactly and there's boundaries mm-hmm. there's safety there's whatever yeah. Yeah. or there should be at least yeah mm-hmm. so heather brings her in to dance and then she sees her outside the toilets offering to give sexual favors for 50 dollars for 50 dollars because her dad told her to do it that man is wicked and he even gave her condoms <sighs> like I'm fuming I'm, I'm getting angry all over again what what, what is the Just meaning a wicked soul what is the actual meaning? A wicked soul. So while Sharon is working, so again, Sharon, Tonya, mm-hmm. while she's working there, she, that's when she has Michael, her son. Yeah. Okay. We don't hear about the first child that she had that she mm-hmm. gave up for adoption. We don't hear about that child again. So if oh, you're yeah. wondering and you're really holding on to let it go. I want to know more about that. Though. There's so much. Let it go. Yeah. We never. That's This is one of the things I had to say. Do you know what? Cool. Like, let's continue with the documentary because yeah. we're not We're not going to know. Yeah. You know, I didn't deep the first child that was not Michael until I put Michael Same. the first time until Same. way Same. later I, I watched it that. twice it was the second time I was like uh what so what happened to the first kid <laughs> then I was like was there a first kid no but there was because she had the kid oh Jesus yeah Christ. yeah Crazy. so then we meet Michelle Michelle used to babysit Michael when he was really young and she was young at the time she was like 15 yeah, yeah. and she tells us about this girl called Cheryl who was really good friends with Sharon mm-hmm. and used to hang around with Sharon and Warren so like father and daughter mm-hmm. at this point yeah um, and Heather thinks it's weird and she just doesn't think it's safe mm. again everyone gets the same vibes from this yeah. guy but you're telling me the police could not find him 15 years hey, on the run yeah. crazy so um, Michelle tells us about this time where like she sees this videotape of Sharon and Cheryl they're both topless on a beach yeah oh god yeah. no, I was creeped out yeah I thought I was creeped out before this but I think this was when yeah. it just got worse it gets worse me. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he um, Warren sees that she sees the video and gets really angry and defensive about it, mm-hmm. right? And it's like this is fucking weird because this is your daughter and her friend. So even if you're a creepy guy and you're like looking at the friend topless, like this is actually your daughter as well. Daughter, well and yeah. it's like it's not like oh they just did a selfie, like you were filming it. And how old was Sharon as well? I can't remember that one actually. I think they were probably, or she died when she was twenty. Yeah. So she must have been a teen. Oh Jesus wept. He actually yeah. was on the cross. It's he like, was on the it's, cross. It's, yeah. it's, when I say trigger warning, yeah, like it's actually In so abundance. fucked. Yeah, like it's actually so fucked. Like when you think about it, um, Warren gets really angry, and then apparently word gets back to Heather about this video, and she confronts Cheryl, and she's like, "Cheryl, what the fuck?" Yeah, mm. and it's like Heather comes across as really like bitter and blunt and angry and stuff. But I think she it comes from a place of actually caring about them. Absolutely, and it's like yeah, frustration. Absolutely. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I've told you this guy's no good. Stay away mm. from him. I think it was how. Wait, wait, is Heather the one that's in the um, stripper thing? The manager. Yeah, I was confused with the nanny. For a second. Yeah, no, 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 no. Michelle yeah. is the nanny. Yeah, so is it, I think she's the one that found the video, isn't it? She found the the, the nanny found the video. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I remember this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Cheryl's like, oh yeah, Warren was trying to have sex with her, and then like she didn't want to, and he mm-hmm. got really, really violent. And Heather's like, listen, you're in danger, girl. Like, stay away, yeah. right? Stay away. And then all of a sudden, 
Sharon and Warren, they just disappear. They just yeah. leave. Yeah. Hmm. And you wonder why. We find out why, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. But not yet. Not Later. Yet. Stay tuned. So <laughs> <laughs> It's giving radio. <laughs> Fam. That's what I feel like right now. I know, that's right. I know, right? <laughs> so um, that was 1988, okay? Mm. Now we're back in the documentary with Jenny. Jenny was the one who was friends with her when she was yeah. in summer camp. Okay. Yeah. So Jenny tells a story. Oh, guys... Oh, this yeah. bit oh yeah I'm not gonna mm, lie if you're mm. driving pull over yeah. if you're pulled over get out of the car whiskey, pull over. go and sit on the floor literally yeah. sit on sit on the floor yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> sit on the floor right now because then you can't fall um, so Jenny tells us about this time that she stayed at Sharon's house in high school okay. mm. Sharon has sexy lingerie that her dad had bought her it's creepy in itself in itself and Jenny is kind of like okay that's weird um, mm. but then it gets really really disturbing and again I'm just gonna reiterate the trigger warning <gasps> Warren comes into the room mm-hmm. with a gun. Yeah. And he points it at them and he's screaming at them. Meanwhile, they're in the middle of changing. It's like yeah. a sleepover. When you yeah. go sleepover with your girl's house, like, they're just, you know, and then so Jenny's kind of like holding her clothes up, like, and Warren's just laughing. Mm-hmm. And she describes it as a maniacal laugh, right? And then he says that he'll be back and he walks out. Mm-hmm. Also important to point out that they don't have doors in this house. Yeah. They have, like, curtains yeah. on the thing. And, I mean... Such an invasion of privacy to me. I can't lie to you. Shout out to Cardi. It literally is an invasion of privacy. <laughs> I love yeah. that album, by the way. It literally same, same. <laughs> have you heard the album since then? No. Interesting. What is obsessed with this one album and a few mixtapes. <laughs> wow. And features. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, there's the privacy issue, yeah? Yeah. But then I was just like, bro, like, this is a fire hazard. Like, there is a reason we have doors. doors and yeah. there's a reason... I didn't even think about that. You know, I was like, Ross, literally, it's not even like, oh, there's just no door. Yeah. You have now material that can be engulfed in flames yeah. and spread the fire throughout Instantly. the house. Instantly. I was like, okay, so you're a creep and you're also very stupid. Well, he, he lacks sense. He lacks sense from the yeah, get-go. He likes, he, likes, he likes everything good in this yeah. life, yeah. So Sharon's response to Warren's like outbursts and stuff is just to laugh and say, oh, that's just daddy. He's being silly. Yeah. Because you'd be conditioned to thinking that's exactly. normal. Exactly. And also trying to make it like, oh, it's not weird. Like, you yeah. know, relax. Don't yeah. be, you know oh god so at this point um to camera today to mm-hmm. us jenny is crying mm. and i just know that she's about to say something horrifying and so it was and so it was yeah. so it changed and then it came back and he still had the gun and he ordered me to lay down on the floor on the sleeping bag and put a pillow on my head and i did and he raped her again like i have no words like how can someone be so deranged like so evil like even looking at jenny today it's like it happened yesterday yeah you know i cried i was crying i was like how wicked can Can somebody be be? i think when as it goes along i I got even more emotional yeah you tell them why you tell them why it's so like you should watch this exactly I watched it. Oh, I wept at Dear Zachary. I so don't want a documentary. So that, what is it? No, it's a documentary. Right. Okay, I watched that. Uh, it's on YouTube as well. I'll send you oh, the link. Oh, yeah, it's it's. Oh, hey, uh, God. He's like at the same time. <laughs> oh, God, I can cry right now. Yeah. But um, so Jenny, Jenny is like hysteric. When I say hysterical, I don't mean in the like patronizing sense of the word. No. I mean like she is Balling. beside herself, literally yeah. balling like, and she's just like she never says anything to anyone. And it's terrifying being so vulnerable and not being able to help your friend, yeah. but then being too scared to say anything. Mm-hmm. And it's such a scary place to be. Jenny even tells us today, she's like, look, like that night changed me. Like I was a different person. No, why wouldn't it? Yeah. No, when I, I said how, like even if I just sit there today. And, to... and relive it. Oh, 
it's not made me sad. It was when what's her current name at the time? The babe that that passed. Uh, Sharon. It's when Sharon told her you're fine. Like she was yeah, like, yes, she's consoling the one that, like, her, but she was consoling my heart. Yeah. No, I she's cried a, even more. I said, "Oh yeah. my god!" And it's so you know, sad I'm a cancer. I'm very much not. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad because it was like she two things. Yeah, like one. You're, this is so normal to you yeah. that like it was just so yeah you didn't even it, it was just like you're f- and then two like you she's such a lovely person that her yeah. instinct was like oh it's okay you're fine it's to okay it's okay like, Man, and no I, one no one does I, I protect her I all over again <laughs> nah, nah nah so now we learn about this neighbour who knew Franklin in the 70s mm-hmm. and has a picture of Franklin with Sharon mm-hmm. oh Hmm. And that is the girl in the picture. This is the picture. That picture. This is the motherfucking picture. I've never seen a picture tell a thousand words like my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. God. And again, I'm provoked. Who told you to go and take these pictures? If not for the picture, would you be here? Anyway, thank God that we're here. It's true, you know. Hmm. Such a dickhead. So Joe, the FBI agent, is like, you know, he couldn't possibly be her dad. Yeah. Uh, Franklin could not be Sharon's dad. Yeah. Because he was in jail when she would have been conceived. He did all the maths. I'm not redoing it yet. But he was in jail when he when she would have been conceived yeah. and born. Yeah. So now it's like, fuck. So how did he get her? Damn. Uh, he abducted her. We know that in 1962 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. he raped and abducted a girl. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing this time and he kept her. Mm. Yeah. So we know that she's not Tonya. We know that she's not Sharon. Who is she? Yeah. Who is she? Where does she come from? Where is that family that lost their daughter? Yeah. <sighs> so stressed out <laughs> meanwhile Michael's still missing so it feels like this documentary is going all over the shop but I promise you like, when you watch it it's, yeah. it's, it's done like really it well it working backwards right to get to it's the like, beginning yeah it's basically. like it, I love what it does that day. Like, yeah. starts from the beginning there's like how did we get here yeah, yeah. yeah. And it kind of like goes back and forth and stuff yeah. so Franklin renews his driving license under his Warren Marshall alias mm-hmm. right so when it's being delivered it's actually an FBI agent dressed up as a UPS guy yeah yes. and they arrest him on the spot yeah Okay. They beautiful say, scenes. Beautiful, incredible scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah. Yes. So Michael's not there and the neighbours say they haven't seen him with a little boy. There's no evidence of Michael anywhere, no toys, no nothing. So like at this point, like you know you know where Something this is going. Fishy going down, you know where this real. is going and it's really, really sad. But Franklin says and again, Franklin, you just fucking idiot. Like, could you not yeah? <laughs> just like you've already done your crime, you've crimed. Don't you want to minimize the crime by mm. just letting us know where Michael fucking yeah. is? He says that he left him with a rich family and that he's still alive. Where did you see a rich person? Would a rich person stop for you? If you look at this man, mm. yeah, he does not look like... He looks like how he is. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. And you just think to yourself, like, bro, like, what? so what? Where did you find this rich person? Where's the agreement? You just left him with a rich person. It's not realistic. It's just not shut realistic. shut the fuck up. You're wasting our time. Yeah, like, I agree. Oh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> So they want to charge Franklin with the murder of Michael because they're assuming that he's dead, yeah? Yeah. But they know their chances of winning that case are very slim because they haven't actually found Michael. Mm -hmm. So he could actually be alive, right? So they charge him with kidnapping, carjacking, using a firearm during a carjacking. Mm. Just hell, you know how they love to wrap up the charges, yeah? But I respect it though because they have to make sure that he's secure You're not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. I respect it. I respect it a lot, honestly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Franklin decides to defend himself. (laughs) 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 we just this is so dumb have you seen that guy recently in the news that's defending himself no i've not seen that i don't remember what his name is someone out there knows please tweet it to us Mm. yeah two girls one dog he he, um he i think he was charged with like uh, um driving into a crowd full of people and i think some people died where in america oh hell no and then he um is defending himself and he was like arguing with the um, with the with the judge, I saw TikToks of it. I'll send it to you if I find it. But like, this is what it was giving. Like you trying to defend yourself, yeah, 
like you're actually a mad person yeah but continue because obviously it's not oh, going yeah, to work please. out for you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um he has apparently like hybrid representation so mm-hmm. like you have a lawyer but you can represent yourself mm-hmm. fuck them lawyers he literally was the only one talking <laughs> rambling going on and on and on mm-hmm. jenny gets to testify against him and it's like she goes into detail mm-hmm. about it but it's just so i'm just so proud of her oh i'm God, so proud of so her looking him in the face and be like fuck you bitch yeah that's not what she says, but basically that's what she says. Yeah. Should have said that, to be honest. Exactly. Got it. Right. So um, he is found guilty of everything. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. So he's sentenced to 52 years in prison without Sweet. the possibility of parole. He is pissed. Mm-hmm. Boy, Fuck you in Oklahoma, you son of a bitch. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Fuck you. He's like, fuck you. Fuck no, Oklahoma. No, that real footage of <laughs> Fuck Oklahoma, fuck. I said, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 fuck you too, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love this game. I Reel love it up. It too. Literally. Successful game. Successful. So the principal's uh, truck that he stole gets found. Mm-hmm. This is so fucking weird. Oh, God. This is so fucking oh, weird. Lord. It's like everything aligned. It's just like, it, it's just a shame that it had to get to this point where yeah, it had to align. I agree with you on that. So they find the truck, yeah, and then under it, taped to the exhaust pipe, was an envelope. We're gonna get into the envelope. Mm. I don't know if I've told the story about when I got my exhaust pipe stolen on this on this. Um, Sorry, what? Yeah. No, you. please just repeat for me because what what happened? I was living in Manchester, yeah, and yeah. I had a car. This was my first car ever, yeah. yeah. And so one day I'm trying to go to the hair shop here, so I put on my engine and it's like it was making some oh, crazy okay. noise. <laughs> I said, Nah, this is this is wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking around. Someone gonna help me? No. Anyway, I drove it like that. I went to the um, mechanic and yeah. I said, Yeah something's going on with my car yeah this guy does the mechanic thing you know when they slide underneath the car yeah he did that and he started laughing like he was like cracking up no, but I what, said, what, what would they make it worse by laughing why would they do that he's laughing and I was just like hello hello sir what's, <laughs> what's so funny share the joke a comedy show today. literally I was like share the joke yeah he was like oh your exhaust has been nicked I was like what do you mean he's no, like, but why would you do that <laughs> I didn't understand so he was like to me okay if you go to the scrapyard yeah all the Manchester people I had to go to like Old Trafford yeah uh-huh. to a scrapyard and then I had to get a new exhaust and he was like yeah just go there just get one it'll be cheap da, da, da. cool oh, I didn't understand what an exhaust was I, I thought, don't even know it now uh, yeah I thought it was like a little box thing mm-hmm. yeah so I go there they give me this pipe an exhaust is a pipe that runs from the front to the back of your car underneath it and my car was tiny it was like a Peugeot 107 oh, or something yeah and sake. I had to put it it has like a little bulb thing at the bottom I had to put it in the boot and then put it maneuver it so it went from the boot through to the front passenger window what and that's what? how i had to i have suffered with cars that's how i had to drive back to the mechanic so you could put the exhaust the exhaust back in my car no i was like what's the benefit of stealing an exhaust how much you get for that I on the black love market to know and how'd they get away with it that's how like, did they get away with it hey i said nah is this why is this happening uh, to that's me that's actually that's greed and wickedness altogether disrespectful one. I was like are you trolling me I'm so sorry to go through that anyway fam so when they were talking about the exhaust pipe I had PTSD I said oh I shit know, that's right. I was like, oh, oh shit so <laughs> so anyway the envelope they found contained obscene images of children yeah pictures of Sharon pictures of her when she's really really young and also pictures of another lady that the investigators don't recognise mm. right and just to let you guys know it turns out that lady was Cheryl remember Cheryl from Tampa the it's stripper. the way everything just connected together that was so crazy it was so crazy mm-hmm. because your mind is so focused on what is happening right here and now you forget about what happened yeah. and then that what happened comes back yeah. and you're like oh shit yeah. yes it was Cheryl right and so Franklin had beaten her um, and shot her to death okay mm-hmm. that's just they go a roundabout way but that's what happened to Cheryl yeah and so her remains were discovered in the woods yeah and they could see the bullet holes in her skull so it's six years after she went missing that mm-hmm. she was found remember yeah if we look at the timeline mm-hmm what happened was Franklin killed Cheryl and that's why they just fucked off yeah. out of Tampa yes. quickly. 
yeah because yeah. he knew the police would be looking for a man mm-hmm. his um his child yeah. and her child yeah. he was like let's stop and get married so now they are a man and wife and child yeah, you know. and they no longer yeah. match the description of oh this man and his daughter yeah. and her kid yeah so fucked hey. so fucked that's probably the smartest thing he did though this whole thing I thought you know I thought I didn't want to say it out yeah. loud give him that credit yeah, but that's yeah probably the, that's probably the only smart yeah. thing that he did yeah. yeah so Franklin's in jail for kidnapping Michael he's got his 52 years brap brap and now he's been charged for Cheryl's murder and he could get the death penalty yeah mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happens I said praise be to God <sighs> he's sentenced to death praise mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. so this is all good news but we still don't know where Michael is yeah. we still don't know who Sharon is and I did, this is where I'm just like yeah like we're just not gonna know like I'm, I'm at peace I with it now I felt so frustrated at this point yeah. I was like please I'll, <laughs> I want to almost skip him to the end and find out yeah. but let me just be patient yeah exactly I was like, just my trust, patience, yeah. honestly. I was like just trust the process like, trust yeah. the pro-. and it wasn't even that Netflix was wasting time it was just that like it's oh a reality God, situation like, yeah. I just want to know like yeah. I just want to know like who is she Yeah. so now it's 2002 mm-hmm. okay so we meet this guy and he, I wasn't gonna speak about this bit but I guess it's kind of relevant I guess <laughs> so he wrote the book uh, on Sharon his name is Matt but he irritated me a little. I, I don't know why, but he was my spirit. Just he's just a bit. Yeah. I think he was just so like, blah. <laughs> Do you know like, what I mean? Like, why are you here? You don't belong just here. Just like blasé about everything. Yeah. Like he like he writes a book on Sharon. Yeah, he mm. speaks to Joe and he wants to find out. Like he basically wants to use this book, so it's kind of like basically like what this documentary is actually mm. doing. Yeah, Exp- like finding out like, hey, this is her story. What mm. happened to her, kind of thing. And um, he interviews Franklin Floyd. And so we get into the story of Franklin, his childhood. And honestly, I don't care. Like, I actually don't care. And it's like, spare me the whole, like, oh, my childhood was shit. That's why I but did But they do this. it a lot in true crime. I feel like, what I, I love this one is the fact that they actually gave us the, the victims or the, yeah, the victims. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I hate when they do it for, like, in general, where they yeah. always give them a, a sub story. Yeah. What's that? I don't care. Because are you the only one that had a shit childhood? Yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah. Anyway, this interview was a complete waste of time because he denies everything, yeah? Yeah. So, like, this guy does the book. He gets to the end of the book. We still don't know who he, who uh, Sharon is. But you know what it is? I feel like I'm happy that the first one, because, you know, okay, something happens again where we yeah. start to get the thing. But yeah. like, if that one didn't happen, I don't think he would have gotten the truth maybe later. Maybe yeah. because it was another time. Was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. That makes That's sense. what I'm saying. As much as I feel like, okay, your book flopped here, yeah, because <laughs> you, literally had, you literally had one job and you didn't Not succeed. aluminium. Oh, no. Oh, what? You had one job and you didn't <laughs> succeed, okay? As much as I say that, it's because of the book that we eventually find out who she is because yeah. you get like all the web sleuths and all the people on the internet yeah. and all everyone going oh, yeah. like, trying to figure out who she is yeah. Reason, yeah yeah exactly so like Matt gets loads of emails from people trying to figure out who she is and like Matt actually finally gets an email that leads to a break yeah okay let's meet Megan <laughs> Megan is Sharon's birth daughter and you think to yourself Huh? I didn't believe that first. I thought that she was the first kid. Mm. But then I was like, that wouldn't make sense because Michael would have been older it. than her. Because I think because they change, um, what's her actual name at this point as well? Is it, I'm losing track her of her name. Her name, I think she's Tonya. Tonya. She was Sharon, then she was Tonya. Yeah, so because they changed her identity, I, I can't resemble it, but as I started watching, I was like, okay, it makes yeah. more sense. But also, I we don't it. know who her daddy is. Yeah. So she could look like her dad. Yeah. Yeah, I thought exactly. It was, I thought it was a fraudulent situation. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Megan's really lovely. Oh, um, yeah. She's really... It's such a shit place to be because she's really, like, angry and confused. Mm-hmm. Like, because she learns about her mum and she learns about her life and her death. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, oh, peak. When I knew that it was actually her kid, she looked exactly like Michael when she was a baby. Their baby pictures... Yeah. Like, I was yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, your brother yeah, for real, yeah, for real. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that uh, Thingy's jeans just... They just poke through. Yeah. Sharon's jeans just poke through a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so having Megan's DNA helps because the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children gets a hold of the case, right? Yeah. So Joe offers to help them with the Sharon Marshall case and they go to interview Franklin Floyd again. All they want to know from this nigga, yeah, is number one, 
Who is Sharon Marshall? Yeah. Number two, what happened to Michael? Number three, were you responsible for the death of Sharon? Franklin is chatting, chatting, chatting. 45 minutes, chatting, 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 chatting. And then he's crying. He starts crying. Then eventually he admits that he killed Michael. It's like we knew this already. Why didn't you just tell us this however many years ago? Mm. Like, why not just give... And think about his foster parents. Why not just give them some relief? Yeah. Can I just say, seeing the pictures of Michael throughout the documentary, my heart just broke. He yeah. looks such, like such a happy child, despite everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. That smile, the way he looks at the camera. Yeah. I felt so bad. And even the foster parents earlier were saying when yeah. they first got him, he was kind of a brat. Like, he just only wanted to drink Pepsi and he just <laughs> didn't want to do anything. And then, like, eventually, like, he kind of, like, became more, like, open yeah. and more just, like, happy, like a normal happy kid. Yeah. And he had siblings because they had kids. And it yeah. was just, like... Truly heartbreaking, honestly. Truly heartbreaking. You just didn't have to do all this. Yeah. Honestly. So, now we need to know about Sharon, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Franklin says that he met someone called Sandy. And at the time that he met Sandy, his name was Brandon Cleo Williams. They oh. use what his name was or his alias at the mm. time to figure out where in time we are because that's just how it has to go, yeah. Sandy has three daughters and he admits to abducting Sandy's oldest daughter, whose name was Suzanne Savakis. So Tonya, mm. Sharon, her name is Suzanne Savakis. Yeah. yeah, we got there. Yeah. They're able to get her birth certificate and find her parents, and they're both still alive. Okay, we meet her mom first. Oh, she doesn't speak. She does not look okay. Yeah. She does not look okay. Yeah. Her name is Sandra, I think. Mm. Um, she had Suzanne when she was nineteen years old, a few months after she married Suzanne's dad. I'm not gonna lie, her dad was a ting. You know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna you know, that's lie. That's not my like, you should have prayed for it. But day, I said, wow. I said, it's not. It's not a bit of me. I said, I, I, said, I get it. It's not a bit of me. But I hear. I, I, get it. I was like, nah. I'm not gonna lie. Because they showed all the pictures back in the day. I said, okay. I said, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Agree. Um. I was like, okay, Cliff. Cliff. So anyway, they get divorced. Yeah. So Cliff is single. If anyone out there, mm-hmm. and um, Sandra marries someone else, and she has two daughters with him. So she's got Suzanne with Cliff, and she got two um, yeah. other kids, yeah, other daughters. And she's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. She doesn't feel like she can take care of the kids, so she goes to social services. Yeah. So they say, do you know what? We can give all three girls to Cliff. Like Cliff, if, if you're down, you can adopt all three of them. We don't want to split them up. And Cliff today to camera is like, listen, like I was 23, I had no job, yeah. I just got back from the Vietnam War, I was a bit messed up, like. I, c- I couldn't. Traumatized. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then this is when Sandra meets Franklin, huh. who offers to help her with the kids, like help helps to get them back, and like he marries her. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking weird guy. Huh. Yeah. This is the same, and this is what we're saying when people escalate. Like, no one just wakes up and is as deranged as this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. You become more and more deranged as time goes by, and as yeah. you get away with things that you've done yeah. that were also yeah. deranged. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So um, she um. She can't leave him. He, She's, like, stuck. He is on her neck kind of thing. Kind of like how he was with Tonya, right? Yeah. Sandra gets put in jail for 30 days. Why? Because she wrote a bad check. Oh. But yeah, you get it. There's such an American lifestyle. Yeah, you get it. You get it. She wrote a bad check, okay? During this time, Franklin takes all three of her children. Hmm. She leaves the youngest two in an orphanage, and then he takes Suzanne with her. Mm-hmm. And Sandra goes to the police, but because they're married... They don't see it as a criminal case. Oh. So they say, go and file a civil suit. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> you just think to yourself, is everybody okay? They're not. I'm going to answer that for you. They're not okay. They're not okay. Their suit is not all right. 
Like literally, are you alright? I'm glad he could have uh, Matthew Johnson. Like, you caught the reference. Alright, I said nah. I thought you're serious. I love Nollywood, right. but Fam. it's just sad. Even Nollywood, even Nollywood wouldn't be as crazy as this. You know, I feel when I, when I saw her real mom, I was like, not you, not the one that neglected her. But when Ashley told the story, I was like, I get it. That man saw the opportunity and ran with it. And just imagine how much you are beating yourself yes. up. Like, you can see that the she guilt. regrets it to this day. Here comes Heather. Yeah, oh, the manager danced her at the Tampa God. club. So she does not give a fuck about Sandra. No, nope. it is. She doesn't even believe that Sandra tried hard enough to find Suzanne. And then she says, "I'm actually very angry at Sharon's mom. I don't believe for one second that because this was back in the day that she couldn't find her child. I was taken in 1976, and for almost five years, my mom contacted." Everyone, her senator, the mayor, she went on TV. She did everything she could. And she wasn't an affluent person, but she spent all of the money she could looking for me. My mother did everything. And I just want to know why. Why didn't she try harder? And it's kind of like, okay, Heather, like, first of all, you need your own documentary because what the fuck? <laughs> How can you just drop that line and then not tell us anything yeah, else, yeah? Yeah. And also, it's like, I guess this kind of explains the vim that she has for Sandra. Mm. But also, it's just like, oh, no two you situations are the same. Your, yeah, your story exactly. on, yeah. No two situations are the same. And it's like, oh, as much as Sandra's like, oh, Sandra, like, she just, she just, she just, she's been through it, man. Yeah. It takes away the blame from the, from the predator. The per- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, like, okay, cool. Now, my issue with it. Yeah. Now you are getting onto Sandra for not looking hard mm. enough, but is the person that took her, would she have yeah. had to look? And it's like, okay, cool. If we're going to be blaming every single thing, why not the policeman? Why yeah. not the people at the Department of Human yes. whatever? Why not? I agree 100%. 100%. Piss me off, fam. <laughs> no, see how we're getting angry <laughs> over again? We're fuming all over no, again. No, actually fuming. So the documentary is coming to an end now and they changed Suzanne's headstone in 2017 from Tonya to Suzanne Marie Sabakis. And we see the ceremony that they had and it's really sad. It's like happy sad. <sighs> Because it's like closure, yes, bittersweet, that's it, it's bittersweet, it really is, it's sweet and sour. So, um, Megan, Suzanne's daughter, has a son, and she names him Michael. I can't, that's when the tears are getting, so they're like, oh, it's a full circle. And then, like, Cliff, the granddad, he's trying to be in their lives and, like, be a great granddad to Mm. Michael. Sandra, she doesn't seem to want to be involved. I don't know how they got her in the dock, actually. I don't know how they can Neither get to do that. No, it's kind of weird though. But we, there's a lot that they're not saying. I want to give grace. Exactly. But but don't you feel like this is your chance to do? I feel like the, the dad, for example, he wants to do what yeah, was right. Exactly. Like, okay, I, I it's like up. he wants to correct. His yeah, he wants, yeah, Right, his yeah. wrongs. Yeah. But I feel like for her, it's different. I just think Sandra's been through a lot, mm. and I don't even think it stopped at okay, cool. He took Suzanne. No, not at all. I just feel like before life, and after. Yeah, yeah. She was going yeah. through a lot back then because she was writing bad checks. No one's writing bad checks for banter. It's like literally, you. This is your only option. Yeah. So yes, Sandra. Again, I want to give grace. I'm tr- I'm trying to in life in general try to yeah, give people grace. Fam. But you am I. But can I say? Funny enough, when I was watching the documentary, I was actually yeah. eating. Yeah. And I think I was developing. I was just shocked. I'm very dramatic. Yeah. I was like, hey, God, wow. <laughs> this is a podcast, boy. You would know. <laughs> so, so I was telling my mom the story. He's like, wait, 
I've watched the same documentary before, you know, because I think she had watched someone talk about it on YouTube. Okay. Yes, I think she's a white woman. She does makeup. Actually, does I forgot oh. her name. I'm very bad with names. But oh, yeah. Ellen and Neil. I think Probably. so. I think so, yeah. She has a, like a thick accent. But when I was watching, I was just like, this is just so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. But I was like, what is going on? What is going on in this world? I feel like it makes me, true crime makes me scared of the world. I'm like, oh my God. I Jesus, just, Jesus now. needs to come. Jesus needs to come soon. Yeah. Even walking here, it was dark. I said, ah. I can't lie. I got out of the station. I was like, hey, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's the documentary. Yeah. Um, but now it's time for... The real crime, I think, was the beard. Our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal, but we definitely consider to be a crime. <laughs> Have you got one? I've got a couple. I will, you know, I know this, this exists in the, in the podcast. I was, I was looking so hard. It reminds me of the manager. Though. I think she is... Really? Just, just that, that aura... It's a crime for me. Yeah, <laughs> Not is, wrong, is, but I think, is. again, maybe she has a story that will make it make sense. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I had to. What was yours? The first one, I love him. He's a lovely, lovely man, Ernest Bean. But his hairline was a madness. Okay. All right. It was giving All Shakespeare. Right. I need to dash you in the it bit. It was giving Tobias. It was not giving Seinfeld. Um, but he's amazing. And obviously, like, mm. I'm not my hair. I'm not the skin. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So he... You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that, that is not a dent on who he is as a human mm. being. But on a more serious note, yeah, mm. the real crime, I think, was when Sandra, Suzanne's mum, went to tell social services about her PTSD and not being able to ter- t- take care of the kids. And they said to her, go to church you'll feel better. Can you imagine? Oh my God, I forgot about that. Can you imagine? And it's like, do you know what? I hear that, yeah? Church, Jesus, amen. I love no, it. No, I don't hear but it. But also, therapy can help. Like, two things can yes. be true. Like, going to church is not going to fix. No. It's not solely going to fix my inability to take care of my children. It should be an addition, not the, exactly, what you're relying exactly, on. Exactly, exactly, exactly. This is real life. This Come is on. real life. This is real life. I need help. I'm coming to tell you I need help, yeah? And like, my children are taken away from me. Yeah. It's like, I know Heather wants to be like, oh yeah, Sandra, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but it's like, listen, it's so much, it's, we talk about this on the podcast as well, um, on the podcast a lot, yeah, friends will always say it, like, there's so many societal issues, yeah, Absolutely. that it's like, this is what's, this is what is the beginning of the mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. this is why issues are even a problem, this yeah. is why people are robbing, scamming, stealing. Oh. But I think I have an issue with that. People say, "Oh, go to church." Of course, that should that should add, as I said. But yeah, we're like, not saying don't go to church. And also, what what is her own belief as well? For are you telling someone that, that she's a Christian? Yeah, exactly, 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 oh, exactly. Jeez, Louise. And like, what do you mean by go to church? Do you mean have a community? Do you mean mm. speak to someone? Do you mean because all of those things could be things separate from the church? Yeah, it can encompass the church. Great. No one's saying don't go to church, mm. but like that's not what I need. Right, that's not all I need right now. But I think the issue, especially at that time, is the church not believing in therapy. I feel, I feel yeah. like, I feel, again, I've, I always limit things to, oh, is that is an African, yeah. black thing? But, but because that's your sphere, isn't it? It's across the board, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I agree. Oh. And people not thinking, like, mental health is actually your health. Yeah. Like, if I break my leg now, no one's going to say, oh, just run a bit. You're mm-hmm. going to be fine. Oh, just jump oh, on rest. it a bit. You'll be all right. No, mm-hmm. you're going to say rest and recover. Okay, cool. Same thing with my mind. Mm-hmm. My mind is part of my body. It's like part the of my mind is so tender. Am. Like, listen, our brains come from I'm just like, come on, let's all be serious. So, yeah, that to me was a real crime because I was just like, brother, we, we wouldn't have to be here if <laughs> if someone actually helped her. Yeah. But yeah, man, next week mm. I'll be back with another amazing guest while Forens is on her hiatus. We're going to be covering this YouTube documentary. It's a YouTube original documentary because mm-hmm. apparently they do that now, yeah? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. it's called Boy Band Con, The Lou Pearlman Story. Mm. It's a very insightful documentary, yeah? It's about the music industry. It's about boy bands. It's about record deals. I'll play the trailer anyway at the end so yes. you can hear it, yeah? But it's a really good documentary. Um, In the meantime, though, mm-hmm. where can the people then find you? It's been amazing having oh, you on. Oh, I'm so I'm really happy. Honestly, I'm really happy that we did this. No, thank you for having me. So, people 
So you can find me, the Classic Money on Twitter, the Classic Money on Instagram and TikTok, mm-hmm. the podcast, the Classic Money Show, all things pop culture. Yeah, that's yeah. really love that. Love that. You can find us as always, Two Girls One Doc yeah. on one Twitter, Doc. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, la la la, everywhere. Two Girls One Doc on TikTok is Two Girls One Doc podcast. And if you're still here, then I'm assuming you liked what you heard. So just give it a five star rating. Just click on the stars. Yeah. Can I just say you. you both are doing amazing? Oh, stop it. The podcast, the TikTok content, just keep it coming. Listen, podcast. I know how we spoke about last time. Like yeah. it's not an easy thing, yeah. but you're doing amazing. Keep on going. I'm really feeling. I'm listening as a fan. Listen. Okay, you want me to cry? That's why I'm here. After this, I'm about to be on the train home, fam. Leave it now. Thank you so much. Honestly, we appreciate you. Same with you. Manny tried to stop his podcast, yeah. He tried to stop it. I got mad about that the other day as well. He tried to to stop and say, yeah, I'm not doing it no more. Mm. Mercy said no. Okay. I will never let you go. (laughs) Come on, CC, man. I love that woman so much. The voice voice of an angel. But yeah, so he's back now. So listen to his podcast. Literally everything in pop culture. If you get all our references, you're going to get his too. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anything you want to say to the people then before we go? Before I play the trailer? The pod, support the pod. Use the yeah. hashtag. Please use the hashtag and be giving us your thoughts on this episode. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, tweet us, let us know. Because yes. we don't know what yeah. you think until you tell us. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright then, bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, bye, amazing. Don't ever forget that this is show business. Always remember that while you're doing your show, your business can be walking out the back door. Well, the boy band craze to me was this amazing time in history that changed everything. We start selling out stadiums, start selling out arenas. You see a girl pass out in front of you and you're supposed to just keep performing. People were selling a million records a week. Like nobody had ever seen sales like this before. And what a lot of people don't understand, the man responsible for this was Lou Perlman. Presario behind Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Lou was head of our family. We would have dinners, we would tell him everything. This guy is the guy pioneering music on the radio. Things were going great for us. This was gonna be our first check presentation. A lot of money now, this is gonna be nuts. I open up the envelope, I see the check, and oh my gosh, like my heart sunk. I, I couldn't believe the number I was looking at. It was this person that I had all this complete trust in, suddenly the carpet just got ripped out from underneath us. You sell almost 10 million albums. I could have made this much working full-time at Starbucks. Something isn't adding up. Lou's getting paid, promoters are getting paid. The deeper they dug, the worse it got. Never in a million years thought a person that I entrusted my life with could do something like this. It went from Jolly Lou to like, I don't give a fuck about you right now. Then to find out how many other people this thing that he did affected. One of the FBI agents I did a lot of work with, he looked like he had a bank fraud case involving Lou Pearlman. Webs upon webs of robbery. Every parent is protective of their child, and I was so angry. It was all truly criminal. He would use his power and influence to try to manipulate young performers. Uh, It's not for me to decide, man. He terrorized me. If Lou didn't feel bad, then he's a monster. Lou gave us all the ability to have life today. I wonder how we could sleep at night. Lou has all the power. A man who had everything. He stole my life. Had the world in his palm of his hand. I just wanted to kiss him. I gotta take a break for a second, guys. All right? Yeah, I, I just need to. The people who are fighting me, 
fighting me will be damn, damn sorry. Come on, come on, cocoa butter. Oh, we're gonna keep it moisturizing. Like, uh uh-uh, uh. Come on, lip gloss. <laughs> My lip gloss is popping. Oh, My lip gloss is good. I'll be loving it. I'll be, I'll be loving it. Um, so we can start, yeah? Oh, he's on the thumbs up. Great. Okay. okay. Are you ready? It's, give, it's giving music, you know? Mm, la, 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 In the la, la, garden. La, la, la. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready, yeah? I'm ready. Okay.